This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for July 11th, 2011, Episode 18, Summer of 60 Nothing. Welcome to another edition of the Rhythm Authors Podcast. Uh, this week I am joined by my co-host, Sound Defense. Hello, Internet. Do you like Toast 2? Like the sequel to Toast? Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I was just eating normal toast, and you know what? I don't know where I was going with this. I can't believe you'd be eating normal toast in 2011 when Toast 2 has been out for like three years. That's, I, I just can't afford Toast 2, man. Uh, it's an amazing upgrade. You should really invest in uh, in the upgrade there. I hear there's like peanut butter in the toast. Yes. And oh. I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> what, what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> anyway, uh, since Sound Defense actually had something planned today, I was hoping I'd just catch him off guard again. It's probably for the better that we waste time because nothing's happened. Nothing happened once again. They came out with DLC. It was minimal fanfare, and you know it's it's the summer of nothing happening. <laughs> yes, it's the summer of DLC, and that's about it. So, in the effort of trying to actually talk about something in the first segment of this podcast, uh, we decided to generalize the podcast a bit. We're not going to be just Rockman Network stuff. Uh, and then occasionally rock band stuff. We're just going to be a rock band podcast. Okay. That talks only about rock band network songs. Right. Well, obviously, because we can't talk about, <laughs> you know, I don't think Poison would really like it if we used 30 seconds of them Skinny Bob. <laughs> well, I don't know. What about Talk Dirty to Me? They might be better about that. Anyway, uh, so we're going to generalize that. We're going to talk about Harmonics DLC in the first segment, and then... Uh, talk about but without samples and stuff and then we'll talk about uh our songs and our guest songs normally mm. uh unless there actually something did happen right obviously and then unlikely like, though it might be yeah but then, then we have skipped some news because it was only rock band focused um but in the future we will talk about rock band news as well uh, unfortunately, there's no rapid news this week, so we're just going to talk about DLC. Um, yeah, we're expanding, and there's still nothing to talk about. Two weeks ago, we had the following DLC. We had a Three Doors Down 3-pack with Here Without You, When I'm Gone, and When You Are Young, and a 3-pack from Poison with Nothing But a Good Time, Talk Dirty to Me, and Unskinny Bop. Did you pick up any of that, Sound Defense? Um, I certainly meant to. I can't remember if I actually did. I'm one of those guys who, like, buys DLC and then forgets about it for a little while. Uh, you're one of those people. One of those people. What I wanted to pick up was uh, the two of the Poison songs, Talk Dirty to Me and Nothing But a Good Time, because mm. I know those will be good at you know the rock band parties that occasionally happen at school. And then When I'm Gone by Three Doors Down is a pretty good song, too. Mm, definitely. Uh, I was actually thinking of picking up When I'm Gone because it has pro guitar. But I never, I never got to it. <laughs> Oh, what's That's, stopping you now? Um, I don't have any points. I don't feel like buying more. Um, so yeah, there's that DLC. I guess none of. I guess we haven't really picked anything up out of that. 
Um, although I, I do think like Unskinny Bop is supposed to be really fun. It was really fun in Guitar Hero. You know, I don't think I've ever heard Unskinny Bop. It's the only Poison song worth listening to. Oh, I, don't, I like Talk Dirty to me. That was <laughs> on Guitar Hero. Like I said, it's the only... Well, I really don't like Poison. <laughs> All right. What, what Guitar Hero was that on, anyway? I must have missed it. Was Unskinny it DLC Bop? or something? Yeah. Uh, it was in World Warriors of Rock. Oh, no wonder I missed it. Yeah, I no missed didn't it. play that one that very much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you're into Poison, if you're into Three Doors Down, check that out. Last week, we had DLC from Buffalo Springfield, for what it's worth. R.E.M. R.E.M.'s Man on the Moon. System of a Down with Aerials. System of a Down with Hypnotize. And The Vapors with Turning Japanese. Oh, yeah. That, that was about, inevitable. <laughs> what have you picked up out of that side of that? I've picked up Turning Japanese and both of the System of a Down tracks. Now, uh, how, how, uh, how did you do on Hypnotize? <laughs> I have I haven't had time to play rock band in actually several weeks, which Aww. is rather depressing. Have you First, seen Hypnotize though? Um, in f- well, I'm really familiar with the song, of course. But uh, no, what what is it about Hypnotize? Uh, the uh, the sort of sort of Tom Break thingy. Oh God, I love that Tom Break. Can't Yo, wait that's, to... it's pretty difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to break that thing out and play it. Yeah, it it pretty much like holds the tearing of that song up higher than it normally would be. Uh, I I always like it when stuff like that happens. You're playing along, and then all of a sudden, something ridiculous comes out of left field. Right. I've um, taken to calling it Taxman Syndrome after <laughs> Beatles rock band. Oh, Taxman. That stupid guitar solo. <laughs> it's the most boring song, and then this blistering solo that it took me forever to get. So obnoxious. Um, again, what about you? What do you got? I didn't pick up anything again this week. Really? I'm, I'm really sitting on my laurels here, but I, I really want to pick up Aerials again for Pro Guitar, because Aerials is awesome on Pro Guitar. <laughs> yeah, like, this, the, the intro with all the all the notes and stuff. Helpful, Just, yeah. The uh, <laughs> the repeated higher notes and then the, the sort of bass, quote-unquote, notes. Uh, yeah, it's r- sort r- of like a constant half arpeggio going on over and over or something. Yeah, the beginning of Aerials is great, and... Uh, I definitely want to play it on Pro Guitar, but like I said, I don't have any points. <laughs> Once I do, I might pick that stuff up. Um, I, ca- I keep going back and forth on whether or not I should get the Buffalo Springfield song, just because everyone knows that song, for what uh, it's worth. I, I don't know it by name. If you played it for me, I would probably recognize it. Children, what's that sound? Everybody knows what's going down. That song. Oh, that song. Yeah. Yes, I know that song. <laughs> Everyone knows that song. Um, and, like, I don't know. I was never that into turning, turning Japanese as a song. But yeah. apparently everyone else was, because everyone else was really stoked. Uh, I, I like that song all right, but it's more, like, it's one of those songs that where it comes out, you sort of have to pick it up, because it's just an iconic song. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I th- I, that's the only reason I have Total Eclipse of the Heart on my rock band hard drive. Hey, now, Total Eclipse of the Heart's awesome. I will fight okay. you over this. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. I recognize it's a good song, but it's not something I'd normally play. I guess. I play it on keys. Yeah, keys on keys, really it's pretty fun. It's tough, though. Yeah, it's really tough. Um, so, yeah, I guess <laughs> bad week for us to start doing this, I suppose. It's not yeah. <laughs> we haven't really picked up anything. We need to start anything. buying more stuff. I'd be playing more, but mostly I like to play the drums. But or I'm at home right now, so whenever I bring the drum set up, somebody starts complaining. <laughs> Figures. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, 
check check that stuff out. Official harmonics DLC. They're pretty good at authoring. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, and they, you know they can get some pretty good artists. You might, yeah, you might say that they set the stage. from that break and this week we have four metal tracks if you don't like metal i'm sorry <laughs> yeah if you don't like metal it's not a good time to be a rock band fan because <laughs> a rhythm authors fan specifically um so yeah four metal tracks we're sort of finishing up our our run of uh victory label stuff a little bit of sumerian stuff in there so uh yeah a bunch of metal tracks mm-hmm. what track do you want to kick us off with sound defense well, I went ahead and just flipped a mental coin to see what I wanted to start with. So, my first track, it's by an artist called Veil of Maya. This is Namaste. Namaste by Veil of Maya out of Chicago. Uh, why did I say it was out of Chicago? I don't know. Is it, is it actually out of Chicago? Uh, yeah, that's what it says on our info page. Oh, okay. Yeah, it yeah. does say that. Um, yeah, I felt like mentioning that. What do you think? Straight out of Chicago. Yo, that song's got rhythm. Um, it's got it's got some rhythm. I'm not entirely sure what it is, but it's a rhythm. It's got rhythm for days. So, if you, uh, I've talked about before, I'm sort of... When it comes to metal, I uh, have a soft spot for sort of complex rhythms and stuff. Mm-hmm. I really, I really appreciate stuff when it's like a rhythm when it's really complicated. And it's really strange. This song is entirely strange. <laughs> this, it's, it never really gets normal at almost any point in the song. Right. There's like a couple spots there. Like, all right, the drummer's just rolling double bass. <laughs> so it's not that complicated. But then the rest of the song is pretty crazy rhythmically. Um, so that you know, that sort of by virtue makes all the instruments kind of difficult. Yeah. Especially, like, uh, I, was, I was trying to count out what the guitar and the bass were playing on, because they were a little bit separate from the drums, and uh, for a good portion of the song, they're doing seven, eight times drumming. Right, which is, you know, definitely not, you know, normal. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to wrap your head around. You don't think in sevens. No. If only we did. If only we thought in sevens, maybe the world would be a better place. That'd be weird. Football games would be messed up. That'd be awesome. Uh, anyway, so that, like, that stuff's really complicated, and, uh, the guitar isn't just sort of strummy stuff, except for the bridge. It is pretty much, you know, sort of different notes inside these rhythms. Yeah. Which, you know, sort of makes it a little bit more fun. The bridge, though, the bridge is just random. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I was telling sound effects beforehand, I believe the bridge, uh, the number of notes corresponds to the the numbers from Lost, the uh, television, the hit television show Lost, yeah. and that and you know creating something like that is I think really cool. It reminds me sort of like the YYZ thing. Oh yeah, where the Oops. intro corresponds to YYZ and Morse code. Uh, and I just think it's really cool. It is, it is pretty cool. It's just like 
trying to play it is pretty crazy. <laughs> I was try- trying to follow along with my eyes and it just didn't work out. Yeah, trying to play it or trying or even just trying to follow it in a video is really tough. I, I definitely recommend looking it up and watching the chart. Uh, we have one. We have it on the website to just sort of see how ridiculous that that bridge really is. <laughs> Uh, rhythmically, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so with that out of the way, my first song this week is going to be Fists Fall by Otep. That was a taste of Fists Fall by Otep. Sound Offense. What did you think of that track? My thoughts on that track are, holy bass, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that the bass on that was really as complicated as it is. It, um, it really is. It's moving all over the place. It's got strange, you know, strumming rhythms to it. It's sort of deceptive, because the, the verses, it's pretty, it's relatively calm. You know, it's, it's just sort of repeating what guitar does. And then uh, in the chorus, it just goes wild. Yeah, especially and during the breakdown, of course, it just goes completely nuts. Right, and then during the breakdown, it and the drums sort of just do this sort of, like, craziness all over the place. The drums have this strange, crazy uh, Tom uh, Wankery, yeah. <laughs> the, the tomfoolery, as they might call it. Um, yeah, that's my word. <laughs> throughout the entire bridge, that uh, is the, sort of the reason why I teared it as high as I did. Yeah, it's uh, five dots. Just five dots. Pretty good. It it looks like it's mostly you know right left right left for most just with only a couple of crossovers. But right, um, I de- I definitely tried to keep it right left throughout the entire thing, um, as much as I could, <laughs> without making it stupid. But uh, yeah, that part's really just really strange. It sort of comes out of nowhere. Um, and then the, you know the rest of the song on drums is not really it's not exactly calm. <laughs> not really. It, it's pretty. It's it's not terribly difficult. It's something that you can wrap your head around pretty easily. Yeah. Just with a little bit of practice. But there's a lot of double kicks in it. Yeah, there are. But they're they're not too fast. They're not like Jerry was a race car driver. No, no, no. They're reasonable, but they are fast. They would be tough on one pedal, I think. Um, guitar is pretty calm right to the end, right? Yeah, pretty pretty straightforward for most of the song. And then what happens? <laughs> and then it's whatever the opposite of calm is. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it just sort of starts throwing hopos and strums all over the place. It's it's crazy. It's, it's worth looking at. Yeah, it's just like 16th notes, hopos as far as the eye can see without like a single break. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, pretty much every instrument here has something in it that makes it really, really fun. Um, but especially bass. I think bass really shines, and I think that the the, the drums really shine because of the tom part. Yeah, well, we're omitting vocals here, of course, because it's mostly screaming. Yeah, because vocals aren't instruments. Yeah, well, I, I suppose <laughs> not. I don't know, some people might disagree with you there. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, to anger somebody. I hope somebody yeah. gets angered by that I said that. <laughs> so, somebody will, I'm sure. In any case... Uh, uh, this song and I believe the previous song, neither one of those has keyboards, so correct. That's uh, why we haven't brought them up, right? But the next, our next song does have keyboard sound defense. What is that song? This next song it has keyboards out the wazoo, I believe. This is 
another track by Blackguard. I've been bringing them up a lot lately. This is A Blinding Light. A sample of A Blinding Light by Blackguard. Uh, mistaken. Your thoughts. That this, song. What this, are they? This is like becoming our favorite metal band, basically. <laughs> Talk much. about Blackguard constantly at this point. Well, it's it's great music. I especially love the... the What's the word? The composition. All the, uh, all the instruments that they'll bring in. The extra stuff. The chorus. The strings and such. Absolutely. Uh, the key... Uh, yeah. As with all Blackguard songs, I think the keys are really, really cool. They're just great leads, they look a lot of fun, and then there's that one part. There's always that one part. There's that one part. Here, namely, it's the sweeps, which are completely absurd. A double solo between the guitar and the keys, both start and end at the same time, I believe. I believe so. And it's just sweeps for days. Well, the guitar goes back and forth from orange to red or whatever, and it's reasonable on guitar, but then you get to pro keys and you have to hit, like, specific keys and it just becomes a complete nightmare. Yeah, it's reasonable on five-lane keys, too. <laughs> if, no, you, if you're playing on a guitar. <laughs> well, I, I suppose that'd be very reasonable, yes. I believe they matched, so I think that was part of my job. <laughs> but, uh... So, yeah, that's super hard. I think if, you, if you're into Blackguard and you've been sort of weary of how difficult the drums have been i think this is probably your best bet i'd say uh, so I, th- I think the non-double bass version that's listed at four what is that yeah that's four dots on drums mm. so it's reasonable but it, the, it's definitely reasonable it's a lot less you know they do this they do this thing where they overdub stuff uh with toms i'm fairly certain and mm-hmm. you sometimes that creates really awkward patterns but it doesn't do anything too crazy in this song there's that one, Phil, uh, those uh, Tom triplets in the chorus mm-hmm. that pop up a lot. Those are a little bit awkward to play. I've tried it before, and it ends up some portion of flailing. But yeah, it is, it, you know, there's still a little bit of toughness to it. But uh, overall, it's probably the easiest Blackguard chart you find. And it's still a lot of fun to play. Right, it's still a lot of fun. Um, you know, as always with them, you know, guitar has got some sick riffs in it. There's that one riff, I think it only happens once. That's just totally sick. Yeah, I, th- I only remember seeing it once. Mm-hmm. With uh, some chord hopos, a little bit of slides, a little bit, you know, just badass. Yeah, it was it was sweet stuff. And then, of course, there's the sweeps. Yeah, no, of course there's the sweeps for those types of people. So uh, definitely look into that if you're looking for a tough track, uh, especially if you're looking for a tough keyboard song. Uh, as for us, we'll move on to our final song of the evening. This is uh, Asking Alexandria's song, Morte et Diablo. Taste of Morte Edabo, sound defense. 
Yeah. Well, what what'd you think of that song? <laughs> uh, God, I, I love asking Alexandria and I love having more of it on the service because it's always really popular. Mm-hmm. It's like this mix of this metal and then there's this techno side as well. And usually the two sides, they'll like end up switching from one to the other. But here they're just sort of intermixed from the start. It sounds really cool. Yeah, I like it a lot better in this um, than maybe something like uh, the final episode where it sort of just switches. Because it feels a lot more uh, together, it feels a lot more full uh, to yes. sort of have sort sort of have the technoy bits throughout the entire song as backing. Uh, yep, I think, think? That's, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. It's it makes it feel more. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Uh, complete, more robust, I guess. Mm-hmm. More thought out, more you know. I I, I just like think that's a lot uh, yeah. better. Speaking of technoy bits, we have keyboards in this, and they're a little bit interesting, wouldn't you say? I would say so. It's not a whole lot of uh, movement on the keys. It's mostly, like, take this note, repeat it for a little bit, switch to another note, repeat that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it gets kind of quick, but it's uh, something that's a bit more reasonable than the keys we're going to unleash on the other two, asking Alexandria songs. Yeah. Um, but story behind this. Would you go into it, or do I have to? Um, I think you're going to have to go into it, because I don't know what story you're talking about. Dang it! Okay, um, when we originally authored this on keys, there was a lot less keys to it. I'm sorry. Uh, there's a lot less keys to it, because a lot of the keys in it don't have a discernible pitch. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. That was... I remember having to QA that, and it was really difficult figuring out exactly which key was what. Mm-hmm. And then we asked our own creators what to do, and then we we wound up coming up with a solution. Uh, but you know, there's a lot. It's a lot better now because uh, I think previously they were waiting until like the very end of the song and not doing anything, even though there was all of this sort of backing keys throughout the entire thing. It's just really you know distorted and uh, sort of hard to distinguish. Pitch, yeah, p- hard to distinguish pitch, but not rhythm. Pretty much. That's, I've heard that complaint several times about um, the final episode, how all the keys come in at the end and you're sort of waiting around for several minutes. Yeah, so I think it's a lot better that we have it this way. You know, the keys start pretty much with everything else and continue throughout with a couple breaks. Um, I think that the drums in this are, are really fun. There's a couple of, like, insane just what the heck just happened fills. Yeah, and not to mention if you picked up the double bass version of the song, there's these ridiculously fast blasts. <laughs> well, not blasts, but... N- not blasts, but just, I don't know, what, what do you call those? Fast double bass. <laughs> fast double basses. Um, and I think that, you know, I think this is actually a pretty good candidate for a double bass because I think it is a lot of fun. Even though there's that one section that is, like I said, like like you said, you know, super super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the rest of it is sort of rhythmic, and uh, you know, slow enough to be interesting without being crazy. You know what I mean? Or yeah, boring. I'd say so. It's it's sort of like the same uh, tempo as the other tracks that we have, but it's sort of taken like half time, mm-hmm. I guess. So it does slow down a bit, and it's e- easier to wrap your head around. Mm-hmm. And I and I do th- think that this one's, uh, f- this asking Alexandria track's not quite as catchy as the other ones that we have. I don't think. I wouldn't say. I so. I think the chorus is still really good. Um, and that's sort of the stuff that I like out of them. Yeah, mostly I think so is too. their choruses. That's what, uh, that's when they start singing. And here we've got uh, three par harmonies going on at the same time, and everyone is singing a distinctly different vocal part, and it's very cool. Definitely. And like I said, this song the, the chorus isn't very catchy, but it is. 
you know, it is it is good. It does sound good, you know. When it when it pops up, I'm like, oh yeah, I, rem- I remember this, but I can't really sing to it because I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only like the two lyrics in the chorus itself. Oh, all right, maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, everything else is just like, I have no idea. another episode of the rhythm authors podcast if you like this you should subscribe to us in itunes you can rate us there you can give us a review that's where i'd like you to do it because that's the best way to get us exposure um if you want to know more about rhythm authors you can go to rhythmauthors.com or follow us on twitter at, at rhythm authors and if you'd like to know more about the rock band network you can go to rockbandnetwork.com or creators.rockband.com all right. If you're interested in me or any of the things I do for some reason, you can check me out on Twitter at, at the Sound Defense. You can check out my YouTube videos at Sound Defense RB, or you can look at my various writings at crack.com or nintendogal.com. And if you're interested in me, you can check me out on YouTube at Mistaken or MistakenSH. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Mistaken. And you can listen to my original music on Bandcamp and my Bandcamp at uh, mistaken.bandcamp.com. That's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N. Another episode under our belt sound defense. All right. Done and in the can. And Almost I anyway. don't remember what number it is, but it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it's number 347. Yes. If only. Okay. Alright, and that was a. Okay. What was that? Sound offense? <laughs> that was a shut your face. Aw. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Try you, say, you trying to say something about my, about my, uh, my sales figures? You trying to say something? I'm you want to fight? Saying, you want to fight about nothing. it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Internet punch. Internet punch. Alright, we gotta do outros.